Hello loves, good morning, happy Wednesday, and welcome to day three of Wild Creatrix. Today we are talking all things your brand vibes, and I'm so excited. I love talking about casting the vision. I love talking about establishing the values, but I think my favorite thing is probably talking about the vibe because this is where we really get to play and it gets to be fun. And th these are just, because today we're going to be touching on the, the things that you typically think about when you think about branding, right? So like the very visual components and then some, right? So we're not just touching on the visual components today, but that's gonna be a large portion of what we're talking about. So as you hop on, say hello, please let me know that you can hear me. My robot vacuum just turned on and he's really loud. So I'm gonna turn him off really quick. In the meantime, say hello. Oh, Boris. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and dive in. All right, let me pull up my notes here. So like I said, this has been our third day together. So before we dive into day three content, let's review and recap a little bit of days one and two, because day three is going to build on days one and two, right? Day two builds on day one and day three is not going to build on days one and two. So it's really important that you make sure that you have completed days one and two. If you haven't already, then please go back and watch the replays and complete the soul work because like a, a, all of this really, and just like with anything in, in life, it requires action, right? It requires, you know, taking those, those tangible steps forward. So make sure that you, you've gone back, re-listened. I am going to repurpose these onto the podcast. It takes a little bit though, um, because I, before I can download the video off of YouTube, it has to do all of its processing and everything. So tomorrow, all three of these will be up on wild, the podcast. So you can re-listen as of tomorrow. Um, and, and just go back and, and kind of work through the soul work again. Okay. <clears throat> so takeaways from day one. Remember we talked about day one on Monday. We talked about the, the whole premise of day one um, was established and inspired by um, some snuggles that I had with my son the night before that reminded me that time truly is fleeting. While time within the context of our spiritual selves, our soul selves is infinite, right? Because our soul will go on into lifetimes after this one. It, it's never ending. It's constantly expanding. It's ever evolving. So from that perspective, time is limitless. But from the perspective of our perspective of our human and our experience right here, right now, with this life, with this family, with this purpose and, and all of those things, that is very finite and that is fleeting, right? And we can use this kind of, you know, reconciliation between the both and the fact that our time is limitless and it's finite, right? The reconciliation of those two truths, we can develop this healthy sense of urgency, which is then what I personally use to really inspire my vision and my daily action towards my vision, right? So we kind of laid that foundational work on Monday. We talked about building your context or setting your context, which is this set of energetic standards for your life, right? I shared mine. I asked you to kind of develop yours. Um, and and my, my big ask for this was to make sure that it's big enough to hold you through all seasons, compelling enough to make you, to keep you engaged and relevant enough to, relevant enough to be meaningful to you, excuse me. 
So from there, we then cast your vision, right? And this should be something that naturally calls you forward. It should also be something that stretches you and challenges you, not something that's just going to be easily attainable, not something, you know, we, we talked about SMART goals and my issue with uh, SMART goals being the A part, the attainable or the realistic part, because, you know, realistic is so subjective and it's entirely based on our experiences. So, you know, giving yourself permission to go fucking big, right? Go big with your dream, go big with your vision, go big with whatever it is you desire to create within the context of your brand and your business and the ultimately the impact that you're going to have on the world, right? So giving yourself that full permission to do that. And then the last thing that I invited you to do on Monday was to share your heart. Your brand is built on your marketing and your marketing is your content, right? It's, it's the posts that you create, the, the things like this that you host, um, anything where you're sharing uh, who you are, what you're about, that's considered marketing. And we can do it very strategically. We can do it not at all strategically. Uh, but either way, your brand is built on that. It's built on your marketing. And your marketing, this is not a marketing seminar, by the way, or a marketing masterclass. This is just a moment where we briefly touched on it. Um, but your marketing is built on your context and the memories that you can create within the minds of your audience and the stories you tell them, right? So all of this to say, cast your vision, right? The, the first day was all about creating this, this phenomenal, extraordinary, remarkable vision for yourself and for your brand. And then you had some soul work to go along with that. Now, takeaways from yesterday, we talked about your brand values. And in order to establish your brand values, you needed to have your life's context and your brand vision. So you had to bring both of those things back, right? So we talked about yesterday what your brand values are, and essentially they're just like personal values, but they're specific to your brand. So if you have a set of personal values that you abide by, if you don't, then I encourage you to go and create a set for yourself. I gave you some guidance on how to do that yesterday. Um, but you, you might already have this set of personal values that you tend to abide by, you tend to follow by. Um, but just because they're your personal values doesn't necessarily mean they're going to translate into your brand. Whatever values that you choose for your brand need to be relevant to the brand and not all personal values will be. I shared with you guys my personal values versus the Wild Branding Co. brand values yesterday. And while there was some overlap, most of them were different. <laughs> most of them were different. So go and check out day two if you missed that. But your brand values really act as, you know, this moral compass or this, this kind of code of ethics for your brand, right? It establishes what your brand is for, what it's against. And it also is a driving factor behind your content creation, your product and your product, your product suite development, excuse me, and then any collaborations that you do, right? So your brand values really kind of lay the foundation for everything else that you create within the context of your brand. Okay. And then you also had some soul work for that. So that was day one and day two, just a very quick and brief recap. Again, please make sure you go and catch those replays um, so that you can, you know, get the, the absolute most out of your time here. Okay. So today we were talking about your brand vibe. And again, hopefully you have with you your life context that you identified on Monday, your brand vision that you also identified on Monday, and now your brand values that you identified yesterday. Hopefully you have those things on hand because we're going to use them to define your brand vibe today. See how everything is kind of built on one another. So I can't emphasize enough to make sure you go back and complete days one and two. Okay, so let's talk about what is your brand vibe? Like, what does that even mean? I feel like vibe is such a buzzword. It is vastly overutilized. And most of the time it is used incorrectly. <laughs> it creates a lot of confusion. What do you think? Just drop it in the comments. What do you think about when you hear the word vibe?
just what immediately comes to mind. Within the context of your brand, while you guys are dropping your answers in the, in the comments, within the context of your brand, I want you to think of your vibe as the energetic blueprint that your brand is going to make on the collective and more specifically your soulmate clients, right? So your vibe really speaks to the emotional impact that you want to create within, um, within the context of your brand. Christina said security brand. Elaborate on that a little bit. I don't, I don't, I don't really know exactly what you mean. So give me a little bit more there, Christina. I'd love to talk about that. Um, but your brand vibe really speaks to the emotional impact that you desire to have within the hearts, minds, bodies of your client, right? How do you want to make them feel? So when I say your brand vibe, that's what I'm talking about. How do you want to make people feel when they encounter any aspect of your brand, whether it's they see your logo or they read a piece of your content or they catch you on a live webinar or something like that? How do you want to make them feel, right? Really, really think about that. I know part of my brand vibe, I spoke on this, I spoke to this yesterday, is this uh, this sense of igniting. Like I, I, I almost said inspire, but it's not really inspire because you can be inspiring without really calling anyone to action. And a big part of what I'm here to do, like literally my soul's blueprint is to in, ignite people to take action. I am a manifester in human design. I'm a Capricorn sun. I'm an Enneagram eight. Everything across the board says that I am here to activate you, to ignite you. So it's my desire to do that with my content, both the visual brand that I create. So any visual aspects of my branding, my desire is that they ignite something in you. They don't just inspire you, but they make you want to do something right? They make you want to do something. And where it's even more important that this uh, desire to create a certain emotional response in, in your audience comes from, it's really, really important to infuse this into your content, right? So through your brand voice, which is something else we're going to speak about today. Um, Christina said, I want them to feel that they can do exactly what, what I asked them to do and things will work out in their, in their best interest. Trust my advice. I love that. So a big aspect, Christina, of your brand vibe is going to be establishing trust, right? How, how do you establish trust? And correct me if I'm wrong. You're a real estate agent, right? Let me know if I have that completely wrong. Um, but I would definitely agree that trust is something that's so important within that industry, right? Yeah. So begin thinking about that. Like if you're, I'm sure you're already doing things like this to establish more trust within your audience, but there's so many different ways that we can establish trust within the context of a brand, right? And again, it's so important for not just real estate agents, but for anyone, right? Trust is a, is a big driving factor in what really gets people to agree to work with you and, and purchase either your services or your products. It's no like and trust, right? It's not just no and like, they have to trust you. It's that, it's that oomph that gets you out of the friend zone, right? In my mind, that's what I think about. It's that oomph that, you know, people are watching your content. They're like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. But when we really establish trust and authority, which is um, something else I, I work with clients on, really establishing trust and authority, that's what kind of shifts you out of the friend zone and into this realm of expertise, right? And that's what inspires people to, to purchase from you because they see you as that authority and they trust you to provide a solution for whatever they're experiencing. Okay. 
So we clear on brand vibe. It's how you want people to feel, right? It's how you want people to feel. And you convey this, you create this feeling through a couple of different aspects of your brand. First, it's your visuals, right? And this is something that you would kind of work with um, a, like a, a brand designer. Like I do logo design and things like that. So you can outsource this if this is not your zone of genius, okay? Um, and if you have the financial means to do so, I highly encourage you to do so uh, just so you can spend more time in your zone of genius, right? That's why we outsource things. So we can focus on what we're here to do while we let someone else focus on what they're here to do within the context of your brand, right? So uh, really designing visuals that convey, um, you know, the, the desired emotional impact that you want to have. So Christina said safety, right? Or excuse me, not safety, but trust, right? She wants to establish this feeling of trust within her clients. There are so many different ways that we can, we can do this. We can, like even down to like the nitty gritty, tiniest detail of the fonts that you use, right? There are certain fonts that are more in visual details like that, that help to really create this desired feeling of trust, right? Trustworthiness. Also bringing in different visual elements of like little icons and symbolism, colors, different colors inspire different feelings within different humans. And I used to teach color psychology as a part of my branding work, but color psychology, I personally don't think it's very relevant because I think colors and our, you know, connotations with colors are subjective while, you know, it's Val Valentine's Day is next week. And you might think that red is typically associated with love and passion, but within the context of maybe like um, an advertisement for a new horror film where it's like a lot of black and red and just bold colors that red has a very different connotation than the red that's associated with Valentine's Day. So I think color connotations and, you know, the associations that we make with color is very subjective and it's also based on context. So I don't lean so much into color psychology anymore, but, you know, I, I do ask my clients to think comprehensively about if, if you desire to create this feeling of trustworthiness within your, your soulmate audience, within your audience, what are some things that might create that? Right. So we're going to we'd be talking about like softer um, fonts and, and typography, right? Softer, rounded letters that feels inviting, that feels safe, that feels trustworthy. We would probably be talking about for me personally, again, color is subjective. Um, I would think uh, like cooler colors, like in the blues and the greens, and th that feels very warm or not warm, but inviting and comforting to me. Warm would be like, you know, reds and yellows and oranges. Um, but, but just things that are very inviting and very safe. And that's going to help to visually establish this trustworthiness. And then you can also bring in visuals with um, photography and, and things like that, working with um, a photographer to create images through photography that also create this feeling of trustworthiness, establishing you as a trustworthy leader and authority figure, right? So that's the first area where you begin to create your vibe, your energetic blueprint is through your visuals. And while visuals are really the cherry on top, like your logo, your color palette, your icons, all of these things, those are really the cherry on top. They're also typically the first interaction that people have with your brand. So I don't want to say like lead with them and do those things first and establish those things first. But at the same time, I do want to say lead with them and establish those things first, because again, nine times out of 10, that's going to be the first encounter that anyone has with your brand. It's going to be some visual component, whether it's an, uh, an image of you or they see your logo somewhere or, you know, they, they hop onto your social media feed and they scroll through and they see your pictures and, and all those things. 
And as much as we like to say, don't judge a book by its cover, it happens. So while your visuals are the cherry on top, they are also very, very important because that cherry on top, it's, it tends to be the first thing that people see, right? So don't lean 100% on your visuals to carry the vibe for you, but also don't wait until the very end to bring them in, right? And, and to prioritize them. Does that make sense? They're important. They're so important, but they're not the whole shebang. Okay. So that's the first area we begin to establish vibe. And we're going to talk about how to establish vibe in just a second. Right now, I'm just breaking down the components that create the vibe. First, visuals. Okay. Any visual component of your brand. Second is your content. Your content is going to be a huge driving factor in the vibration, the energetic frequency, the blueprint that you make on the collective, right? What kinds of things are you talking about and how are you talking about them? What kinds of language are you using? What kinds of words dominate your unique vibe or excuse me, your unique brand lexicon? Lexicon refers to the, the kind of language that you're using. The, the broader spectrum of the language and the words that you're using. Um, so word choice is really important here to create a specific type of vibe, right? Um, and then also making sure, again, going back to yesterday, we talked about your, your brand values. Your content should reflect your values, which are then going to communicate a vibe. <laughs> so everything is like interconnected. That's why I said all of these days are building on one another. So um, what I like to do with my clients is take their brand values and then break them into content pillars or essentially content buckets. And that then drives the content that they're creating. And it makes this cohesive vibe that is their brand, right? So the content that you're creating, the things that you're talking about, how you're talking about them, all of that is also contributing to your vibe. Next, we have your offers. So your offer suite or your product suite, it is also creating a particular vibe or contributing to your vibe, right? So for Christina, going back to that, she wants to create this trust, right? She wants to instill this sense of trust in her audience. So maybe she's going to create, um, I don't know, she's going to develop some kind of maybe free offering or low ticket offering that's going to help to establish that sense of trustworthiness. So, you know, maybe 10 things to look for when you're buying your first home or something like that to really begin driving home this, this fact that one, you're an authority figure within the real estate industry, but also you're someone that they can trust because you're, you're kind of shining a light on things that they might naturally miss, right? Things that, you know, the state, the, the average person who may have never bought a home before or maybe they'll miss those things, right? So you being a trusted authority within your industry, you're going to shine a light on that. You're going to help them with that, right? So there's an offer that is in alignment with your niche and with your industry, Christina, and that also works to help establish this vibe of trustworthiness, right? They can trust you because you're like giving away industry secrets. Like, like what, what should I really know, you know, when I go to buy my first home? So the offers that you create also speak to the vibe that you're, you're creating. And then lastly, your brand voice. And this one really goes hand in hand with your content um, and the way you speak. So Christina wanting to establish a vibe of trustworthiness is likely going to speak and use different language and words than I do as someone who wants to ignite my audience, right? If you follow me on social media, you know that I use a lot of curse words and I use a lot of bold language. My brand voice is bold. It is loud. It is ambitious. 
It is visionary. It is revolutionary. It is wild, right? So my brand voice is very bold and thus my content reflects that. And because my voice and my content reflect that, that's what my vibe is. It establishes this overall bold, really like calling you forward into your greatness, calling you forward into your self-expression, calling you forward into taking action towards the vision that you have on your heart for your life, right? It's like all of these things are coming together to create the vibe of Wild Branding Co. or of whatever your business is, right? So the visuals, the content, the offers, the voice, it all contributes, right? Together, these elements create a vibe or a frequency that is unique to your brand. And it's this vibe, this frequency, this energetic blueprint that is then going to attract and magnetize your people to you, right? Which is why it's so important to identify these things and then to share them, right? Part of yesterday and um, Monday's uh, soul work was to share, share your vision, share your values, because the only way that your soulmate clients are going to be able to find you and know that you are their person and they are your person is if you share these things and you don't have to share them the way I share them. You don't have to share them the way, you know, Joe Blow down the road shares them. You get to share them the way you want to share them. But part of, of creating a brand and establishing a vibe that's built on vision and values is to really increase your visibility within the online space, within whatever your market industry is right? And establish yourself within that. So to begin establishing your unique brand vibe, I want you to ask yourself a couple of questions. And I've already, I've already kind of posed these to you. And Christina, you've already answered these in the comments, but feel free to go a little bit more in depth and really kind of get, get a little introspective with this. Okay. Like I asked earlier, what emotional impact do you want to have on your audience? How do you want them to feel when they interact with any aspect of your brand? And your answer to that, plus your vision and your values is going to determine the individual elements that then create your vibe. Okay. So Christina, you said that you want to instill trust. I would encourage you to go a little bit deeper. Why? Why is trust important? Why do you desire to create that? And then going through this, these four different aspects that I've already shared, your visuals, your content, your offers, and your voice, how can you begin to brainstorm some ways that you can really establish trust within your audience, right? So take that a step further. You already know what kind of energetic blueprint or energetic impact that you want to have on your ideal clients. You want them to trust you. Cool. Why is that important? And how are you going to do it? Right? <laughs> so, I'm going to dive a little bit more deeply into the visuals, content, offers, and voice now before I give you guys some, some tangible soul work, okay? So once you have all of that, like once you already have your answer to those two questions, right? Like how do you want your audience to feel? How do you want them? What, what emotional impact do you want to have on them? You're then going to choose visuals that align with that desired emotional impact, right? So if you want your audience to feel empowered, then what are some visual elements that you think may achieve that goal? And this can be a little tricky because, you know, visuals and symbols and colors and things like that can be very subjective, right? Like I was talking about with solar color psychology just a little bit, the color red is not going to mean the same thing for everyone. The color blue is not going to mean the same thing for everyone. What you have to do is you, you kind of have to tap into your intuition, which is part of Wild Branding Co. I have three primary methods to my madness. Um, it's find your wild, 
brand your wild, sell your wild. So find your wild is when you really, really tap into the truth of who you are. You remember who the fuck you are. You cut through the bullshit and get to the soul. And that's where you're going to find this guidance, right? It's this internal guidance system of, okay, I want to create a sense of trustworthiness, like universe, God, angels, higher self, whatever language resonates best with you. What like guide me here. And this is literally what my process looks like. You guys like guide me here. And I ask my internal voice, like my internal, my intuition, that, that voice inside of me that already knows that part of me that already fucking knows what to do. I calm down. I slow down and I give myself the time and the space to connect with that part of myself. And I ask what visual elements are going to accomplish this. And then I, I'm, I'm a creative director and a brand designer. So I then just go and fucking make it <laughs> like I go and create the things that I want. Um, but if you don't have that skill set, then this would be when you would work collaboratively with someone like me who does or someone else that, you know, you feel called in aligned to work with, um, to bring that vision to life and to create those visual aspects of your brand. Right. But, you know, Christina, maybe you have, you know, a special memory with like lilies. I don't know. I'm just pulling something out of my ass here. Maybe you have a special memory or a, a, a unique connotation with lilies and lilies have a really positive connotation for you. And they're really, really special to you. And that's something that, that's an element that you would like to infuse in your visual brand elements or your visual brand aspects um, to, to generate this sense of trustworthiness between you and your clients, because you have such a positive connotation with lilies. Maybe you love lilies and you love the colored teal. And so we marry those things together. And then we trust <laughs> that, you know, the, between the intuitive guidance that you've received to include these two, you know, really special and important aspects to you, lilies and the color teal, that then by being authentically aligned with yourself, you're then, you're, you're going to naturally attract people to you who see your teal lily and think, oh, I like, I feel something there, right? I feel something there. And then we combine that teal lily with some content and some copy and you know, your unique language and, you know, specific words and the voice of your brand. And that's, we bring all of these elements together to create the vibe. So it's not just one thing that's going to create your vibe. It's all of these things are going to come together and really marinate to create the vibe, right? So that's the first thing that you're going to do is choose some visuals. Okay. The next thing you're going to do is create content that supports that desired emotional impact and aligns with your brand values, right? So we're always going to go back to your brand values just because they're a guidance system. Um, they're, they're kind of that internal compass that's really guiding uh, your actions, your day-to-day -day actions, but also like the, the minute little things that you're doing every single day, those monotonous things of creating content and showing up and having conversations, like the driving force behind them is the vision and the values behind the brand, right? So we're going to begin to create content that supports the desired emotional impact. So again, going back uh, to the example of, you know, what kind of offer could Christina create to create trust within her audience? Well, maybe she creates, you know, this freebie or this, this workshop, maybe she hosts a workshop, um, 10 things to know before you buy your first home. And, you know, so, so there's the freebie, right? And from that overall topic, you then essentially have at least 10 content ideas. I mean, essentially you could make one piece of content about each of those 10 things or one piece of content about like an aspect of each of those 10 things. A lot of times when I see a lot of things, something that I see quite often with my, my clients, and I talk about this pretty often in my own content is, you know, addressing macro level topics within micro level contexts. So 
basically trying to talk about too much at one time. So, you know, instead of making one post listing out all 10 things that this buyer should know before they buy their first home, Christina could talk about one of those things or a part of one of those things. You know, I, I have, I know nothing about real estate, so I wouldn't even begin to know how to like put together, you know, this list of 10 things, but you know, Christina, you know, things that people should have in, in, in mind that they often forget, right? So just that one offering alone, whether it's free or paid, whether it's, you know, a digital download or a live masterclass, whatever it is, that one offering alone can then drive so many different pieces of content that are then in alignment with your brand values. I'm assuming, I don't know what your brand values are. I'm, I'm assuming trust is probably one of them, maybe integrity, honesty. Um, and then that also work to establish this vibe of trust. Does that make sense? Is making sense how all this is coming together? So there's that. We're going to begin creating content that actually, you know, is the purpose behind it is to establish trust, right? So next, you're going to design offers that support your desired emotional impact, okay? Specifically as a journey, okay? So I want you to begin thinking of your offerings, especially if you tend to be kind of all over the place with the offerings that you create. Instead of thinking, okay, what can I create, you know, now? Like, what, what's the next thing that I can create? Instead, I want you, and I, I teach this at length with my clients, I want you to begin creating this, this story, right? And this is also a very common um, methodology within branding, but create this story, right? And your entire brand represents a story. And you're inviting your audience, essentially, into the context of your brand story, and then each individual offering is almost like a subplot within that story, right? So there's this little, little plot that's going on here. And if you know what a subplot is, you know that it's a story within a story. So you have this big overarching brand story, and then you have maybe five little subplots or, or mini stories that are going on within that. So this is how we build out a product suite that not only is in alignment with your brand values, not only helps to establish your brand vibe, not only is just co coherent within the context of your brand, but it also serves your audience on their journey, right? So if you've ever, you know, done the work to create an ideal client avatar, then I don't know, I've been taught several different ways. Uh, the two primary ways I've been taught to have a couple of different avatars. And then I opt to have one avatar who is on a journey, right? I have one soulmate client, but I serve her at multiple different points along her journey with my product suite. You know, the, 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 the version of my soulmate client, who's just starting out, who's just building her brand, the version of my ideal client who, you know, she's been around for a little bit. Um, maybe she's, you know, monetized her business a little bit, but she doesn't really have, uh, you know, a solid brand. She's got some of the elements kind of going, but nothing's really solidified. So there's that version. Then there's the version of my soulmate client who, you know, she has her brand and she has her business. She's consistently monetizing and she just is really concerned with, you know, solidifying her authority within the, within her particular industry. And then there's the version of my soulmate client who's like, she's, she's just fucking going all in. Like she, her brand is clear. Um, her, her business and her offerings are clear. Her product suite's clear. She's making money consistently. And now she's just ready to expand right? She's ready to expand. So it's not that we have multiple different soulmate clients. We have one soulmate client for whom we are creating offers along her entire journey. 
right? So we have this big story that we're inviting our, our soulmate client on. And within that big story, there are the, all these different subplots or these smaller stories that help her along the way, right? So we're going to begin creating offers that also bolster and support the vibration we're trying to create, okay? And then lastly, your brand voice refers to the language and the methods of communication that you use. This is also going to directly impact your overall vibe. And again, I referenced this a little bit ago. Um, the Wild Branding Co. like vibe is bold. It, it's bold. It's ambitious. It's um, visionary. You know, it's, it's like, yeah, fucking sit down and like have the vision and hold the vision and meditate and connect with yourself, connect with your soul self, blah, 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 blah. And then fucking get up and do something about it. Right. Like that's the vibe of Wild Branding Co. And my voice, and this is really important to the whole find your wild aspect of my methodology. Like you have to connect with your unique voice right? You have to connect with that part of yourself. And so many people have no fucking clue either what their unique voice sounds like, or there's, they know what their voice is, but they are so terrified to be heard and seen for whatever reason, you know, we all have our own different reasons, but these are the two primary issues that I see with really establishing a strong brand voice. Either you're not connected to your brand voice and your, your voice, or, you know, you are, you're aware of it. You know what it sounds like, but you are so fucking scared of being seen and heard that you, you, you just, you mask yourself or you water yourself down or you censor yourself or whatever. So this then becomes, um, another thing that I work with my, my private clients on is like working through these things. Like, you know, these, these very strategic things, uh, you know, you go to implement a strategy like this to, you know, establish your brand values. It's when we go to implement the strategies and see that there's that that's when we see that there's a block, right? And that's when we can begin kind of working through the energetic block. Like what kind of block do you have here in your throat chakra or in your solar plexus that's not allowing you to speak boldly? And that's not to say that your brand voice has to be bold. Your brand voice has to be loud. It doesn't but it does have to be fucking confident. It does have to be fucking clear. Otherwise, nobody's going to listen. Right? So these are the four things that you're going to focus on when you're creating your brand vibe, your visuals, your content, your offers, and your voice. Okay. And I have um, a little gift for you guys. Uh, first of all, let me share with you your soul work. Okay. And then I have a, a gift for you guys and a couple of announcements to make. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you the gift. Hold on. Where is the gift? I have this little freebie that I'm going to share with you. It's actually a brand build template that I put together just for you guys. Uh, I want to get the link. Nope. I don't want to view only link because I want you guys to be able to edit this. I wish I could share my, my screen with you, but I don't think YouTube has that capability. So I'm going to drop this link here in the comments. All right. So what that is, is a little template and it's going to help you actually take action on the things we've covered over the last three days here together. Okay. So when you click on that, first of all, before you edit it, please make a copy in Canva. If you, when you open this file, if you go up to the upper left-hand corner and click on file, that drop down menu, you'll see um, about halfway down, it says, make a copy, please make a copy for yourself. And don't edit my original copy because I, I'll share this with other people. So I want to I want to always have that. 
the, the original. But you'll see here, um, it's it's a blank brand template, uh, very similar to the ones that I use with my private clients. I create their brand boards for them. Um, but this is where you can actually begin to map out your brand. So on the first page, you'll see um, a spot for your main logo. If you already have a logo, then go ahead and plug it in here. Okay, if you don't have a logo, um, you can either create one yourself based on the things that we've kind of talked about here, um, or you can work with someone. You can outsource this either, you know, to someone that you feel aligned working with. Uh, I do these types of things with Ball Branding Co. So you feel free to shoot me a DM and we can talk about it. Um, or if there's another creative director that you feel aligned with, then reach out to them and have your logo and plug it in right there. The next section you'll see is sub logos. So these are like just little icons, um, smaller versions of your logo. Um, the little kind of icons that you can see when you're on, I don't think you can see them when, maybe you can when you're on your phone, but definitely when you're on a desktop version of like, you know, Safari or, or Chrome or whatever, the little icon in the left-hand side of the little toolbar, things like that. I think they're called favicons. Um, so just like just smaller versions of, um, your logo that you can use in different places. So you would put those there. Again, you can make them yourself or you can outsource that. Um, you'll see here a place to input your color palette, your desired colors. Um, so you can tap on those. Uh, the X's represent where you'll put the hex code. You want to include the hex code. That way you can um, use the, the brand colors, have the specific brand colors for different places. You can use these in your Instagram stories. You can use these in your Instagram uh, feed content. You can use this in your website development. You definitely want to make sure you have those hex codes. Um, and the way you access hex codes on Canva is to just hover over the little square of color and the little hex code will pop up. Um, but you can choose and insert your colors there. Um, there's a place for you to do your typography. So choosing your um, different font faces and things like that. There's a place here for a mood board. So inserting images that are really inspiring. I suggest getting these from Pinterest. And then the second page is a place for you to really flesh out the things that we've covered over these last three days. So input your life context, right? So whatever your context is for your life, put it in there. We covered that on Monday. Your brand vision, whatever your brand vision is, put it in there. Again, we covered that on Monday. Your brand values, we covered those yesterday. You're going to put those in there. And then your brand vibe, that's what we've covered today. You're going to put in this last little box, right? So just really, really laying out clearly what your brand is, like what it's all about. And you can either choose to share this with your audience or keep it for yourself. For me, I utilize my personal brand board, uh, the brand board for Wild Branding Co. as inspiration on a daily basis. But then every couple of weeks, I'll do what, what I call a brand breakthrough session with myself. And essentially, I'll go through and I'll audit how closely my online presence is mirroring the actual vision for Wild Branding Co., right? Like, am I staying in integrity with my context for my life? Am I staying in integrity with my brand vision? Am I staying in integrity with my brand values? Am I staying in integrity with my brand vibe, right? So just doing this check-in with myself and making sure I'm still you know, showing up the way I desire to show up and the way I desire to create impact in the world, right? And this is how we grow, right? Like just consistently showing up, um, you know, consistently, right? Time-wise, like daily, I encourage people to show up every fucking day. If you feel wildly inspired by what you do and passionate to make it happen, then you're going to want to show up every single day. It's not going to be a question. So showing up consistently every single day and, uh, also showing up consistently within, you know, the context of your messaging, 
right? So consistency is key when we're talking about establishing brand identity and brand recognition, consistency, consistency, consistency. But that doesn't just mean showing up every single day. It means showing up every single day and talking about the same shit. <laughs> so you become known for that shit. So you become trusted about that shit, right? So it's very, very important. So that's how I use this. That's how I encourage my clients to use these. Um, it's also just really helpful for, you know, getting clarity around what you desire to create within the context of your brand. And if this feels overwhelming, <laughs> then again, uh, oh, sorry, I got distracted. Uh, then again, feel free to my, what is my hair doing? Y'all didn't tell me my hair was like sticking out the side of my face, y'all. Dang, I've been going this whole time, 40 minutes with hair, like sticking straight out of the side of my head. That's hilarious. Anyway, um, but if that feels overwhelming, if looking at that document feels like, holy shit, I don't even know what the fuck to do. Again, outsource it. Work with someone else. It doesn't have to be me. Anyone who feels aligned, anyone whose vibe, you're like, fuck yeah, let's go. I like her. I vibe with her. I want to work with her. Do it. I'm telling you, if you, I know it's not always financially possible to outsource, uh, especially when we're talking about the very beginning of a business. Uh, but if you are in a place where you can financially outsource things so that you can stay within your zone of genius, then do it. I promise you, because it's going to be a game changer for you. Okay. So let's talk about your soul work from today. Okay. What are you going to do? What I want, what do I want you to do after we hop off this call? Use the brand board template, <laughs> the brand build template that I just gave you. Okay. Use it and clearly outline your preliminary brand visuals and aspects, okay? Now, I, I also want to say this, you, you're not married to your brand, okay? Your brand gets to change and evolve. I believe that your brand should be an extension of who you are, and you're an ever-evolving human. So just because you pick these five colors today does not mean you're, you're stuck with them for the rest of eternity. Just because you pick this one graphic or this one logo today does not mean you are married to it and stuck with it for the rest of your life, right? It gets to change. It gets to morph. It gets to evolve as you change and morph and evolve. But you still have to pick something, right? Pick something to start with, right? That's why I say preliminary brand, okay? The next thing, begin brainstorming content ideas that align with your values and your desired vibe. So Christina, go back. Maybe you flesh out that suggestion that I gave you. 10 things that you should know before you buy a house, right? Brainstorm that, flesh that out, turn it into something, right? Whether it's a, a free downloadable PDF or you host a workshop or whatever, you know, to begin brainstorming content ideas that really align with your values, your brand values and the desired vibe that you want to create. Also begin brainstorming while you're brainstorming your content ideas, begin brainstorming offer ideas that would support your overall client journey and the, the desired emotional impact you want to have. Right. And then lastly, bonus extra, you know, extra credit. If you want to define your unique brand voice. And if you have no idea if you have no idea about any of these things, the, the first place that I would suggest starting is asking people. Um, I had a mentor several years ago when I first started working, doing brand work, uh, when I first learned about branding, right? Um, she instructed us to um, create a Google form just with like one or two questions asking people, what do you, what do you think about when you think about me and my business? What do you think about what words come to mind when you think about me and my business? Just to kind of get uh, like a temperature reading on what you're already putting out there, how you're already being received and perceived. And she instructed us to send that link to five to 10 people that we know 
consistently and religiously consume our content, whether they watch our Instagram stories every day, or they're always liking our posts, or they're always in our workshops or our DMs, whatever, people that we know are actually paying attention. And so I did. And it was so eye-opening and also really, really comforting that I was being perceived at that time the way I desired to be perceived, right? So if you don't know where to start, start there. Create like a Google form with one or two questions. Leave it anonymous. That way people don't feel pressured to give their name and they can actually be honest with you. And just ask, you know, maybe it's one question and it says, what, what do you think about when you think about me and my business? What emotions come to mind? What words come to mind? And just go ahead and get an idea of what you're already putting out into the world. And then from there, you can kind of course correct and figure out, okay, I do want to be perceived like this. Let me do more of this. I don't want to perceive like be perceived like this. Let me do less of this and more of this, right? So that's a great place to start too if you want to do some extra credit. Now, I have given an immense amount of value over the last three days. So I want to introduce you to a new offering. Um, I have a couple of different ones. Okay. The first thing is going to be one of these grand breakthrough sessions that I've already mentioned. So if you have no idea where to start with any of this, if you feel like we're vibing together, if you feel my vibe, you know, I obviously can't feel your vibe right now, but if you feel my vibe, you know, and if this is all feeling a little overwhelming, then a brand breakthrough session could be really, really helpful. Um, it, I, I've done these in the past for clients. I do these for myself on a regular basis, uh, but I've never actually promoted them as an offering within my product suite. So this is brand new. Uh, but one thing that I found working with clients is that they often love the idea of building their brand, but they don't really know where to, where to start. <laughs> so a brand breakthrough session is kind of like this, this perfect little solution. Basically, together, we get a temperature reading on one the brand that you desire to create, right? So everything we've talked about for the last three days. And two, where you actually are right now in terms of creating it, right? So the brand identity that you desire and how successful you are at executing it right now. So specifically, I'm a person who likes specifics. Like I'm not going to buy anything if I don't know what the fuck it is. So specifically, a brand breakthrough session includes the whole concept behind it is to have my eyes on your brand, giving you direct feedback on it. And specifically, it includes a visual brand audit of your on your platform form of choice. I am mostly on Instagram, but if you're mostly on Facebook, then I'll look at your Facebook. If you're mostly on TikTok, then I'll look at your TikTok, whatever. So a visual brand audit on your platform of choice. So what does that mean? I'm going to look at your visual elements. Like, do you have a bunch of pictures of your dog and your business is about, you know, something that has nothing to do with your dog? Like, do you have a logo? Is there a cohesive, uh, does your brand feel cohesive in terms of, of the visual elements? Like, so just getting an overall, giving an overall audit of the visual aspects and how you're coming across visually in terms of your brand. That's the first thing that I'm going to do. I'm going to do a content pillar assessment based on your most recent six posts. So I say six because, again, I'm mostly on Instagram. So I'm looking at those first two rows of, of posts, right? But again, if you're on Facebook more, if you're on TikTok more, whatever, it's your first or your most recent six posts. I'm going to read through them. I'm going to look through them. I'm going to assess like the message of the content as it relates to the image that you've chosen to pair it with. Does it fucking make sense? Is it contributing to the vibe that you're trying to create? 
that kind of thing. I'm also going to do an overall vibe check. So you say you want to come across as trusting Christina. Do I get trusting from what you're creating or am I getting something totally different? So we're going to do a vibe check. And then lastly, I'm going to give you actionable takeaways for igniting your next level brand. So it's not just going to be like me being like, oh no, your brand fucking sucks. You're not doing anything right. And then I'm just going to leave you there. <laughs> or yeah, your brand looks awesome. Bye. <laughs> so we do the assessment. And then I also give you next steps, like tangible next steps. Like, what could we do to, to, to improve this? What could we do to improve that? Right. And the process of this looks like you complete an intake form describing your current brand and or your brand desires. All of my clients complete the same intake form. So you'll complete an intake form. That way I know what you what you're trying to create with your brand, right? I can't give you direction on where to go next if I don't know where you are right now. So we're going to get a reading on that with an intake form. And then I independently by myself will assess your brand based on your intake form. So Christina, if you tell me in your intake form you're like I want to be perceived as trusting and you give me all these details about why and how you're doing that and blah 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 blah, that's the vantage point that I'm going to use to to complete your your um brand breakthrough. Right. So I'm going to go and I'm going to be like, oh, OK, are her visuals giving trusting? Are her is her content giving trusting? Is her voice giving trust? Like, am I getting trust from this? Right. So my assessment is going to be based on what you give me to go off of in your intake form. So I'll go and assess your things. And then this is probably the most it's not even probably this is the most valuable part of the session we are going to actually meet on zoom for 60 minutes for a breakthrough session that's where i'll share my reflections my assessment and provide guidance on how to take your brand to the next level that alone should be worth like 300 dollars. an hour of my time my time personally is priceless your time is priceless like we time is non-refundable right it is a, a finite resource so that part alone, a 60 minute session should be like $300. But in total, a brand breakthrough session with me is right now it's $111. The price will increase on Friday to $222. And I only have three spots available for February because I'm going out of town for 10 days starting one week from today. So my availability is going to become very, very limited very, very quickly. Uh, right now, my turnaround time for these is 28 to 40 or 24 to 48 hours. Pretty, I'm typically pretty quick to turn it around um, unless it's the weekend because then I have my kids and life happens, you know. Um, but if it's during a weekday, uh, if it's during the week, then my turnaround time is 24 to 48 hours. So what does that mean? It means you complete your intake form and within 24 to 48 hours, we are on a call talking about it, talking about my assessment. I'm giving you feedback, blah, 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 blah. Okay. All of that within, with the exception, if you complete it on a Thursday, we're probably not going to talk until Monday. Okay. If you complete it on a Friday, we're definitely not going to talk until Monday. Okay. But if you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, same week. Okay. As long as our timings uh, line up for like call times and, and things like that, but I'm pretty open and flexible. So there's that brand breakthrough, $111 price increases on Friday to $222, only three spots for the rest of February. Um, and I'll have more spots in, you know, ongoing, but February, my time is, is super limited because of this big trip that I'll be going on. So that's the first thing that I wanted to share with you and introduce you to are these brand breakthrough sessions. I'm really, really excited to do these for you guys, uh, because they can provide so much clarity and direction within the context of, of your brand. Yes. But also within your business, like if you're ready to expand and increase your visibility, then investing in your brand is going to be a massive part to that. Okay. 
So there's that. And then I also, oh, if you want to secure a brand breakthrough session, shoot me a DM. Okay. Shoot me a DM. That's something that we're going to set up privately. I do not have a sales page for, um, I'm probably not going to create a sales page for because it's, it's so individualized. Um, but shoot me a DM. We'll talk about it. I'll send you, um, the invoice for um, your payment, and then I'll send you the link to your intake form. Like it can be something as quickly as it, we get it started today. Um, so there's that. And the second thing that I wanted to share with you is my next masterclass. It is called Obsessed. And I'm literally obsessed with it, you guys. Like the whole concept behind it, I do have a sales page for that. So I'll drop the link to that here in the comments. You guys can check it out. Um, but this is my next masterclass, my new masterclass. And uh, it's $22 right now uh, to access the masterclass. Uh, I do free masterclasses like this. Like this was a three-day free masterclass series. And then I also, from time to time, will do paid masterclasses. So this next one is paid. Um, it's going to be a 90-minute masterclass. It's going to be... I, I, I left out a few details on the sales page. So let me fill you in. It's a 90 minute masterclass and it's going to be hosted on Valentine's day because the entire concept behind it is for you to fall in love with the process. Because here's the thing. If you want to build a brand that other people are obsessed with, then you have to first become obsessed. You have to fall in love, not just with what you're doing and like your brand and your visuals. I know it's so pretty, but with the process, you have to fall in love with what you're creating, the vision that you have for yourself and your life and your brand and what you're trying to create within the collective. You have to become obsessed with that. And this whole masterclass and this whole concept is really inspired by, you know, there's, I personally observe that there's a negative connotation around you know, concepts like hard work and um, hustle even and obsession and, and these really, really kind of bold words, of course, you know, while Branding Co is all about bold and taking action. So, of course, I'm gravitating more towards these more taboo and bold concepts right now. But, you know, there's resistance to that for obvious reason, right? Like, you know, toxic masculinity, the patriarchy, blah, 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 blah. And those things are vital if you actually want to create something extraordinary. Nothing extraordinary exists today because someone was mildly interested in it. Extraordinary things happen because someone got fucking obsessed. And for me, obsession is not, you know, working until burnout or ignoring your health. If, if you know me, if you follow me on social media, you know that one of my personal values, my top personal value is health. So y'all know I'm not doing some shit that's compromising my health. Okay. That's not what obsession is about. Obsession has nothing to do with you compromising your values in pursuit of success. Obsession has everything to, to do with you tapping into what the fuck you're here to do and why the fuck you're here to do it. It's about passion. It's about drive. It's about excitement. It's about ambition. It's about being a visionary. It's about taking that aligned action. And I'm telling you, when you are doing what you are put on this planet to do, it will look like hustle from the outside. Other people will criticize you and tell you that you need to, to slow the fuck down, chill the fuck out, take a day off. But for you on the inside, it will feel like the juiciest flow you have ever experienced. And that's what it's supposed to feel like. But that doesn't come without you first giving yourself permission to fall in love with the process and get a little obsessed. So I'm so excited about this masterclass if you cannot tell it is just your permission slip to go all the fuck out. It is your permission slip to go balls to the wall with the vision that you have on your heart. Like go, yes, 
get obsessed because nobody's going to give a shit about it if you don't first give a shit, right? Nobody else is going to be obsessed with your brand if you don't get obsessed first. Nobody's going to get excited about the shit that you have to say and the shit that you're trying to share and the impact that you're trying to make if you don't get excited first. Right. So obsessed is about helping you build a brand that people are obsessed with. Yes. But more than that, it's about helping you fall in love with the process, fall in love with what you're here to do, fall in love with your becoming and its divine unfolding, like fall head over heels madly in love with what your soul came into this lifetime to do. That's what obsessed is really about. Because when you get obsessed, they will get obsessed. I promise you. I promise you. So again, $22 to enroll in in, um, obsessed. That price is going to increase on Friday as well. It's going to double to $44. Okay. So it is five. We've been on here for five, 55 minutes and 55 seconds. Right. When I said that, that's amazing. I love seeing angel numbers, but I would love to have you inside of obsessed. It's going to be absolutely incredible. In case you can't tell, like I'm, I'm pumped. I'm fucking pumped. (laughs) And again, Obsessed is happening on Valentine's Day because we're falling in love with what the fuck we're here to do. The vision that we're here to create in the world, like we're falling in love. And what better day to fall in love than on on, on Valentine's Day, right? So that's what I have for you guys. I hope that this has been beneficial. I hope that this has been helpful. Um, I have enjoyed so much being here with you guys for the last three days. Again, I'm going to repurpose all of these days, one through three, onto the podcast probably tomorrow. Uh, because it takes forever for these uh, videos to process on YouTube. The first two I've already processed, but I want to post them all three at the same time. Um, so it'll, I know it'll take a little while for this one to process. So I'm just going to post them all tomorrow so you guys can re-listen to them. Uh, use that template that I just shared with you from Canva. Copy the um, the uh, link, the URL, because I, I don't think that the t- comments save. I am pretty sure the comments don't save. I can I guess I can post the, them in the comments of the actual video. But grab the URL and the link for um, the template just in case. And also grab the the link for Obsessed so you can be in that. Shoot me a DM about scheduling your brand breakthrough. Let's fucking get it going. I am here to ignite you. I'm here to activate you. I am here to get you to take some motherfucking action on what you're here in this lifetime to do. Remember, your time as a soul is infinite. But your time as a human here and now is finite. It is fleeting. And you're going to blink and it's going to be over. So let's do something with it. Let's fucking go. I love you. Thank you guys so much for being here and I'll see you next time. Bye.